This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Thursday, July 16th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. The bar is high for the domestic data this morning to show continued improvement as the second quarter ended and the third started. Retail sales for June is forecast to improve 5% and 4% in control group terms versus May's 17.7% and 11% respectively. Setting aside base effect considerations, the pace of improvements seen during the initial reopenings are going to be impossible to replicate. Moreover, the resurgence of the coronavirus, which has led to a pause or reversal of efforts to reopen, have made the trajectory of the second quarter rebound less relevant to the broader macro outlook. The Philadelphia Fed Index, NAHB, and initial jobless claims are all July's data and therefore somewhat more timely and relevant in the process of level setting for the next phase of the recovery. With this backdrop, the fundamental information on offer as July slips into its latter half will unlikely materialize into drivers of a significant repricing in the treasury market. This doesn't imply that we're anticipating a completely uninspired session. After all, we are in the midst of earnings season, and domestic equities managed to establish a fresh post-corona crash high on Wednesday. Solid financial sector earnings, all things considered, have been supportive of the broader indexes, and while there is plenty of incoming information with which to contend, the initial tone has been set for the time being. The one definitively troubling development overnight for global equities was a sell-off in Chinese stocks, which has weighed on equities more broadly. While the 4.5% drop in the Shanghai Composite is striking, the move has been characterized more as a give-back following the 14% rally seen during the first seven trading days of July. With risk assets once again more likely to set the tone for U.S. rates than the domestic data, it's worth acknowledging that the S&P 500 appears poised to create a classic bearish abandoned baby formation this morning. The formation at hand is consistent with a reversal in stocks and wouldn't be at odds with the charts more broadly, particularly the overbought stochastics which have managed to persist throughout the majority of July. Alas, this doesn't imply a material correction that will return stocks to early pandemic levels, rather a consolidation which will take the edge off of the recent rally and potentially set the stage for another leg higher. The 3233 to 3238 range in the S&P 500 could arguably look a bit double-toppy, and as a result, we're on board with the necessity of a sideways grind before any further sustainable upside can be achieved. Translating such a move to the U.S. rates market is relatively straightforward, although, as has been the theme of late, a decidedly range-bound endeavor. As 10-year yields remain at 62 basis points this morning, a breach of the 56.8 basis point low mark from Friday appears harder to achieve than one might have assumed given the mounting headwinds for the global outlook. Unlike stocks, the momentum patterns in treasuries are mid-range, 
and while recently crossed in favor of lower rates, are generally uninspired and not associated with elevated levels of conviction by any means. Listless midsummer trading certainly isn't unheard of in U.S. rates, even as we've been keen to discount the seasonals this year given the realities of the pandemic and the ways in which the lockdowns have altered the economic landscape. Looking forward, this week's abundance of data will not be repeated until the month comes to a close with the much-anticipated and dreaded initial read of second-quarter real GDP, which is released on July 30th. Suffice it to say, the resurgence of the pandemic has complicated the process of interpreting the initial hit to growth, even if context and magnitude will be essential, as expectations are refined for the balance of the year. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public disclosure slash.